The Guardian. Ah, uh, that's better. Well, we're in the loo of the South London Gallery. And on the wall is a plaque, and it reads, plaque records the munificence of J. Pasmore Edwards Esquire in presenting this building to the trustees as the lecture hall and library of the South London Fine Art Gallery. And the stone was laid by uh, C.F. Watts, R.A., in 1893. And the trustees included Frederick Layton and William Rossiter and, well, anyway, lots, lots of old Victorian worthies. And the architect of the building was Ernest George and Petto. And some of it, unfortunately, had to be demolished after the Second World War. But the South London Gallery has uh, recently been completely refurbished. And it's a knockout, I have to say. So um, why don't we go and have a look? I do get a bit lost in here, I must admit. The building has been so changed that I keep becoming confused by where we are now. Here we are, back in the old main gallery. Light-filled, high-ceilinged, lovely wood floor underneath, which is hidden from view under the floor. There is a statement by a Victorian artist. And on the walls are yet more statements and works using words. One is um, wary of saying they're texts because the artists don't always like that. Lawrence Wiener, for one, thinks of his works as sculptures, even though what they are really is uh, words on the wall. Poised between dissolution and resolution, it says in big black stark letters. And then in a little box below it, or in a big box rather, it says, at the present time. The graphic style of Wiener's work is absolutely inimitable. He's a great graphic designer as well as being an interesting artist. On the wall opposite, in coloured sentences, it says, this is a work by Robert Barry, by the way, a secret desire transmitted telepathically, a particular feeling transmitted telepathically, a great concern transmitted telepathically. Well, we might well be concerned, because over in the corner there's a great slump of words, all handwritten by Fiona Banner. Now, Fiona Banner, who's just put a Harrier jump jet and a Jaguar jet in the Devine Galleries at Tate Britain. Well, here we've got uh, an older work by her, rewritten on the wall in a kind of um, brush and ink drawing and words overlaying words, overlaying words, overlaying words. And uh, when you uh, actually focus on them, it is quite wild, really. Okay, let's have the black hulk of hovering above like the biggest black cloud you ever saw bearing down over everything. It eclipses the light, the whole scene, like the very end. And the sounds even within, with over, you can't kind of keep up with the writing, really. There are just too many words. You know, blood down below, the scene going mad beneath, and he's just falling towards it, arms and legs lying out like he's weightless and green. Oh, God, it just goes on and on and on and on. Rockets, 75 rockets, bloody hell. And it is a shot-by-shot -shot description of the film Black Hawk Down, which you may remember is uh, terrifying and exciting and wonderful and horrible, and you just watch it again and again on DVD late at night at home. Whoa, what a strange collection of things these are. And it's just the beginning of the latest, the first show in the new refurbished galleries. And in order to see that, we have to now leave the gallery and go out into the garden, which was a rubbish tip before. It was a complete mess. It was horrible. And now 
its flagstones, uh, nice squares of gravel and chairs and tables. And overlooking it is a tower block beyond the trees, beyond the buildings. And the whole end wall of the tower block, don't know how many stories up it goes, is a spiralling pattern by Yinka Shonibari, MBE. And it's great. It really enlivens this rather horrible late 50s, early 60s block. And uh, it looks beautiful against the South London sky. And then we have the new buildings, just to one side. Galleries, education rooms, a studio for artists. And on one wall here, a big stupid black elephant. Very stupid, with a dumb trunk and uh, a silly tail and two white globby eyes. And in the middle of this elephant, it says the word poverty. And it's by David Shrigley. He's a laugh, David Shrigley, but I don't really know what this means. What does it mean? Is he a poor elephant? Is poverty in Africa where the elephants come from? Or is it an Indian elephant? You can't tell. He hasn't got any ears. Stupid elephant. Let's move on. Let's move on. There's too much. There's too much to look at. Exit strategy, it says on the wall. Well, I've got one of those. And we then go out into another garden, a lovely garden, for what was the uh, suburban house next door to the South London Gallery, which has now been kind of taken over, refurbished, remodelled, and turned into a really rather nice, really beautiful space, actually. And uh, come to a big double height space and uh, with a big long refectory table in it and gold leaf drawing all over the wall uh, showing us flowers, tulips, a house, a moon and it's all very bucolic and, and lovely really. So this lovely drawing on the wall in gold leaf is by Paul Morrison. Suns and moons, plants and flowers and people, you can hear people moving around. There are people here, not just me. So you move through, you know, what is an old house? It's kind of typical Victorian villa, really. And it's been kind of turned inside out and expanded and old staircases, old wood, new wood, drawings by Gary Woodley all over the stairs, kind of sparse outlines, arcs and curves that seem to slice through the walls and the stairs and the banisters and go right up to the ceiling. And you kind of chase them with your eye and they get all entangled with the stair rails and banisters and so forth. And there's a suite of rooms that are all bare plaster, new plaster, that lovely pink colour. But around the fireplace, the chimney breast and in the, into the corners, rectangles of colour, blue, white, yellow, intersecting, overlapping. And they juggle with the space. And they're by Ernst Caramel, an artist who I first saw at Mary Mary Gallery in Glasgow couple of years ago. And he's great, really. They're, they're paintings, but they're, they're architectural. They kind of mangle themselves up with the building itself and do change the way you look at it. Very thin paint directly onto the wall, onto that bare plaster. They kind of refresh and enliven it all. And coming through a second room, there's an open door. And behind the door, there's Moran's caramel. Sort of X-like shapes. And we can go on and on and on and up and up followed by the cops. So we come to what will be an artist's flat for visiting artists. But it, again, has been taken over by works for the opening exhibition here at the gallery. A painting of a wall on the wall. A painting of a dinner party on the wall. People drinking red wine. A bit early in the day for me. And the whole thing is a delight, really. There's even work in the bedroom. The bed's all made up. I could have a kip. Brilliant. And lovely views down onto the garden and onto that wall by Yinka at the end. Oh, work in the loo. Another loo. Uh, no, thanks. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Afternoon. And on the wall of the loo, there's uh, 
a brief and idealistic account of the Paris Commune of 1871, which would take a bit longer to read than that plaque that we began with. So if you're in for the long haul, you can learn all about the Paris Commune. Ah, a sun deck. Looking down over South London, round the back of the old Camberwell School of Art, chimneys, trees. It really is an oasis, this place. It really is, and if, uh, if you do get a bit taken short, there's, um, there's always the loo. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.